Hi guys, welcome back to Mia's Musical Madness, a podcast where we can talk about musical theatre and have a fun time chatting about it. So this week I thought we'd try something a little bit different. Since I've been focusing on musical theatre a lot, I thought I would try other parts of the industry like just acting in a play without maybe musical theatre. So welcome our very special guest, Jonathan Case, who is from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So we're here with Jonathan. So when did you start acting? Um, so I started at a youth theatre called Playbox uh, in Warwickshire, where I'm from. I, th- I think I started when I was six or seven years old, and I would go to sort of acting workshops on a Saturday morning. Um, I was quite shy before I went to those, um, but I, one of my friends from school, he was doing those. My mum sort of ushered me. He was like, she was like, go, go with your friend. And um, for whatever reason, it just brought me out of my shell there. So then that sort of became um, my sort of creative outlet from a quite a young age, actually. And the, the youth theatre I was a part of has always been really amazing with doing quite actually professional productions. So I would go to these workshops and then I had the opportunity also to audition for their main shows they've got a like a full working theatre so from a very young age I was like very lucky to be afforded the opportunity to perform in a sort of proper full working theatre with professional lighting rigs and set design and everything so I I was was really afforded a luxury by being able to have that but from a, a really young age as well. So what was your first acting job? Um, My first job was a couple of months after I finished drama school. So um, yeah, it's it's, it's a daunting time when you when you finish because you've been at drama school for three years usually and you've been looked after and you're you know you're training to be an actor but the 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 industry is quite different. Um, The work is quite few and far between but I was very lucky to get um a one episode of Holby City which I think one of the sort of daytime you know or primetime hospital dramas is quite um a common thing there's lots of lots of roles for people who are playing patients so you can always um play one of those patients it's quite a common uh, common thing and so I played a patient on Holby City which was I was very nervous when I had to film because I'd never done paid work for for telly before. And um, actually it was really nice because a lot of the people working on Holby City um, were either people who'd been doing it for years and years. So people who were very patient and knew exactly what they were doing or actually some of the other people working on it were very new like me. So everyone was very... um, accommodating and kind and it was a really easygoing set to be on and um, I think I learned quite a lot I think they usually say something people say to you is that you probably learn the most when you start working Um, and yeah it was a very gentle but also um, eye-opening experience to be able to 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 have my first job doing that. So you've been in TV and stage so which one do you prefer and why? I think, I think that, I think, 
yeah, a lot of actors might give you this, a, a similar answer, but I think I, I do really enjoy both. There's, there's the really exciting immediacy you get with theatre. So doing Harry Potter, you, especially Harry Potter actually, has been wild because the audience is just so responsive and they love Harry Potter so much that you really do get sort of an audible response even from the audience on most days. You can, f and you can feel the different energies of different audiences on, on different performances and you get such a clear cut response in the moment, which I think is very exciting. The shows are never the same, little different things will happen every night. So you've, and you've always got to be absolutely, well, you've got to be focused in, in I think TV and film as well, but the, it's a different kind of focus because you're telling a story from beginning to end without stopping every single night. Um, so I do, I absolutely love theater. I really, um, I would never want to stop performing in theatre. Um, but also film is so exciting as well because I think a lot of people, um, when they get into acting, they get through performance through live performance like theatre because it's much more accessible to do when you are at school or something like that. So then when you start auditioning and hopefully getting jobs in TV, it's quite a new skill, I think. So for me, I know that I'm still it's still something that I, I definitely haven't done as much as theatre. So I've really enjoyed the stuff I've done and um, it's, it's a much more intimate art form, I think, in terms of your performance. You can, you can use different techniques and tell the story in a more, you know, you're, you're quite literally using like micro emotions of your face to tell the story rather than being on stage and having to make sure that the people in the back row can hear you. So yeah. uh, to answer your question, um, I have a real passion for theatre, but I, I wouldn't say one or the other is my favourite. I think definitely both exist as, as quite different um, sides of the same coin kind of thing. So yeah. do you think you're going to go on to do a bit more TV or focus more in on stage and in the theatre? I would love, I think, well, obviously theatre's sort of on pause at the moment, which is quite distressing. <laughs> um, but, you know, I would, you know, I'll go back to Harry Potter, but then like, yeah, in the future, I would absolutely love to do more TV and, and film. Um, just for my own growth, I think, actually, as well, because I, I've done Harry Potter for two years, which has been absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, just to move, move into something that I haven't, I haven't, been doing quite so much to have that variation would be amazing um but yeah i, I like i said theatre is always something that i'm very passionate about too so yeah i would i would love to go into some some telly would be nice yeah so harry potter is obviously one of those shows that even if you don't have a passion for theatre like and you love harry potter you'll really want to see it so what's it like having like an audience that may not necessarily love theatre but will still love harry potter but also may not love Harry Potter, but still love theatre, like bringing the two together. Yeah, it's, that's actually such a good question. Cause I think there are, I think there are Harry Potter mega fans and then there are also theatre mega fans. Um, and the passion from both of those groups of people is wonderful. Like it is, you know, some, some people are very, very committed to 
those things being their passion um but in my experience that's always meant that it's just it just makes for quite wonderful audiences and um people who as i said before are really really responsive um i know i i and i personally because i love the theater so much it's wonderful that those things get to meet i know that a lot of our audiences at Harry Potter are people who haven't necessarily been to the theatre before. So it's really cool to be able to usher people into their first experience within the walls of the theatre. Um, people who have been, who have come to see Harry Potter and, and then also get to see their first play, basically. Um, so I'm constantly so grateful that I get to be in something where it is possibly the first time someone's been to the theatre. So do you have a favourite moment from the show? Um, I'd say it often changes like from night to night. The, sh the show itself is so epic and and you know it is it's, it's quite a long show as well. I don't think um, like I, it always blows my mind how like captivated the audiences are despite the length of the show like it is sort of five hours long but um it's packed with so many like different technical moments different levels of um high-paced storyline driven scenes and then quieter more emotional scenes it's it's a huge variation of uh, for a performer as well it's a huge variation of things to go through when you're doing the show um, I love, um, moment, I, I mean, I, I've spoken about this before, but I love the moment where I get to look out into the audience, which is Hogwarts in the scene. We're looking out to Hogwarts and the audience get to be included and it, it does, it really sort of stamps how much the audience is a part of the show. Like if, if the, the audience wasn't there, like fully engaging with the story at every moment of the show I don't think the show would be what it is um but also there's there's a bit at the end where finally all of the characters come together and start working together for the first time and I really love that bit because I, I it's a show about collaboration like the show wouldn't be able to happen without every single person who works on it like and and that sounds like I'm being maybe a bit cheesy but it's actually true like the show is is so dependent on, on everybody who's in it so I also really love that yeah there's a bit where we all where Harry uh, Ron Hermione Ginny Albus and Scorpius um and Ron all, all come together and um I think that's a really that's a really wonderful um sort of relief for you as a performer when you get to be with all your colleagues and friends finally also working the story out finally um yeah, I, I would say not the same favourite bit every night, but but it's it's usually about a moment where I can share something with either the audience or with um, the rest of the cast. As you said, it's a really long show. So how did you yeah. go around like learning it all? Like it's really long, so. Yeah, it's it's a weird one because I don't, I can't quite remember how I did it. I know I did learn all my lines and remember every entrance and exit and all of the different magic and <laughs> different elements of the show of which there are, you know, fire, water, um, flying. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that the rehearsal experience was just, was very, it was hectic, but I, I felt supported at every moment, very experienced, calm creatives on the show, ensuring that everybody, new, new people learning the show for the first time were as, like, as, not as, a, like, making sure people weren't overwhelmed at every moment. So that was really helpful. I did also have a lot to learn. So I pretty much would just do rehearsal every day, go home, learn my lines for two hours, go to bed, wake up the next day and do the same thing. And I think I pretty much did that for the whole uh, 10 week rehearsal process. <laughs> um, it was so exciting though. Like every, every day of rehearsal was exciting. I was so thrilled. I got to, you know, the, the end point of rehearsal was getting to be in Cursed Child made every day so exciting. So I think I just knuckled down and really sat and learned my lines every night. Um, it was getting, to, I'm, there was, there's a bit, there's a bit in the show where there's quite an intricate illusion that's done with um, four people at the same time. So you're all working together. But I remember even some of the more senior actors were so nervous about doing it in front of an audience for the first time because it's so intricate and relies so much on precision and teamwork in that moment so but like I said there's so much other stuff to worry about so if, if, if I was doing a show where there was just that one difficult thing I think I might focus on that more but because there were so many elements of different things all coming together I think my brain wasn't even able to worry so much about the <laughs> specific things because there was so much all coming together so I think after that first show I was like well I did it for the first time and then uh, yeah then I was able to start sort of honing in on different bits and being like okay I can make that bit a bit um, clearer or I can do that trick a bit better but yeah um, the first couple of shows was just sort of like absolute blinkers on just getting from the beginning to the end of the show but so incredibly exciting yeah what was the audition process like? Yeah, the audition process as well was very um, intensive. I think I did five auditions. Um, they have to make sure, obviously, that everybody is capable to perform at the standards needed with all of the movement, all of the... Like, there's a lot of heavy movement-based um, sequences in the show. People have to really remember different tracks as well a lot of people are covering for different ensemble roles and picking up understudy roles like there's some really really uh, complicated swing tracks where people have to remember a lot of different things so the audition started with we had some scenes but we also learned the one dance which is a very for me at least a very difficult routine in counts of oh my goodness i'm gonna get this wrong yeah nine counts of nine so you're not counting in your usual you know eight dance counts you're counting in nine as well so we did that in our first audition i also came back and did a flying recall which is where they just got you in your uh, in a harness and i think basically checked that you're not afraid of <laughs> heights i think 
Um, I did another one where I had to jump off um, the stair, the moving staircases onto a crash mat. So I think really they were auditioning you for the scenes and everything, but also auditioning people to make sure that they weren't <laughs> afraid of doing the technical bits in the show as well, which of course makes sense because everybody needs to be on their game with, with that as well. So yeah, it was it was five auditions in the end, and then I had my final audition for Scorpius, and um, yeah. So when found you went, oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and then I found out. I think about two weeks afterwards, and then I had to wait for like four months before I actually started rehearsals. Um, so that was an exciting four months, but just having that on the horizon was daunting. So when you went in, did you see yourself as like a Scorpius or did you think like of any other character you'd rather play? So the first auditions they do, I think they probably do this for everybody, is they gave me an Albus and a Scorpius, well, everyone who's a, a young male auditionee um, have an Albus and Scorpius scene and I did both. I remember thinking that my Albus one actually went quite well and I was like, oh, I thought I, thought I did the Albus scene really well. <laughs> um, but I think I am aware that maybe me as a human being is more of a Scorpius and I think I did kind of know that from the, the beginning. So when I got recalled for Scorpius, I wasn't surprised. But also he, he's such an exciting character because you get to, I think you get to bring so many different elements of comedy and um, tragedy and sensitivity to him because he's written in such a way that um, that he's very open-hearted to the world. So you can really bring what you want to him. I think that's one of the beauties of playing Scorpius. And just one like silly question, but was your Hogwarts house? Um, I, so I, I've, I've, again, I've said this before as well, but I took the uh, test on Pottermore. I think back in the day, like uh, many years ago when I did the Pottermore for the first time, I did get Gryffindor. Um, and then I, I have to be honest, I did get it again when I did the test before I started audition uh, rehearsals for Cursed Child. And then I deleted my account and I cheated so that I could get Slytherin, um, which I think is quite a Slytherin move. But yeah, I'm probably a Gryffindor. So <laughs> a, a slightly reluctant Gryffindor here. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for joining. Um, no problem. If you want to hear more from me, please follow me at my Twitter, which is at Mia Lucy Bui, Bui spelled B-U-I, where you can hear about regular updates on the podcast. Thank you. Bye.